As I have stated throughout this podcast, it's not only important for professionals to educate themselves for the sake of their career, but for the value and well-being it brings to their clients. It's important to us at Hairdo Uncut to align ourselves with people who are authentic and bring true value to those who want to better themselves. Ashley Diana's Unapologetic Hair Pro Education Series is something you as a hairstylist should consider in a class that if you are a hair client, you should hope and encourage your stylist to attend. It's not just for you self-employed stylists, but you stylists who are employees will benefit greatly from these classes, learning how to empower yourself and enjoy a successful career with real tangible strategies to create and accomplish goals. If you're looking for your next step as a professional, listen to this episode of the podcast where you get to meet Miss Ashley Diana and see for yourself why she is a great choice to help you. Even if you are a client who listens to this, you will find value as we bring everything back to you and you can encourage your stylist to be an unapologetic hair pro. The link can be found in the description wherever the podcast is found. Now, please enjoy my interview with Ashley Diana. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for adding Hairdo Uncut to your repertoire of podcasts. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, I would ask that you please uh, send us a clap if you listen on Anchor or if you listen on another medium, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify. Uh, I would really appreciate uh, a rating and a review. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, and really, it is an understatement to say I am excited for this episode and the overwhelming honor it is to have connected with my guest today. So with that, please welcome Ashley Diana. Hello, my dear. Hi, thank you so much. That was such a sweet introduction. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, you're I'm awesome. I'm so happy I, to be here. Oh, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad you. I'm glad you are, and I'm glad we were able to to connect. Uh, before we uh, jump into a bunch of great topics, uh, I want listeners who may not know you or have never heard of you or you know to get a feel of who you are as a person before we jump into a lot of a lot of. St- Stuff. And so first, you know, go ahead and plug any social media websites you want to let anybody know about. Yeah, well, I'm Ashley Diana, and I am a hairstylist and a lifestyle blogger and an online business coach. And my website is AshleyDiana.com. And you can find me at Instagram at at Miss Ashley Diana. And my hair profile is at Miss Ashley Hair. And I basically say that I get through life with a baby in one hand and a Bellini in the other. I love me some <laughs> champagne. So yeah, I, I have a good balance um, of all kinds of things. Uh, and truth be told, there may be a, a glass of that right now, I'm assuming. I, I feel like there, yes, yes. So if you hear a little sip sip throughout the, the podcast, it's me, not Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so tell us, tell me just a little bit about you. So, you, so you, you're a hairstylist, uh, you're a business coach, and, you know, talk to me a little bit just before we get into Diana Ashley, the professional. Let's get into just Miss Diana, Miss Ashley Diana. Tell us briefly, you know, about likes and dislikes. Uh, how do you spend your free time, your family life, um, anything like that about being a mom? Like just just a little stuff about you. Okay. Let me think. Um, how I spend my free time. I mean, 
my free time and my is very valuable to me because I am so busy with um, being a mom and life and my businesses. So when I have free time, um, I really like to just disconnect from my phone, from social media, um, things like that. I I um, love to read magazines, which I it's kind of do people read magazines really? anymore? You know, I do don't, they? <laughs> I, you know what? It's it's funny because in our salon, you know, we have magazines and. You know, some of them get looked at, but I'm like, you know, should we really be doing this anymore? Everybody's got a phone now. <laughs> I know. I just, I don't know. I think I just like to disconnect from my phone because I do use it so much yeah. for business that I actually like to get off of the phone. <laughs> and so I really like to read magazines. And I, I like, there's a few, I would say like quirks. I'm not, I'm not going to say weird. I'm not going to say weird. I'm say quirks about me. Like I, I don't like watching TV. Like I don't, I want, don't watch TV, but I do watch QVC which I guess is kind of TV, but I really love QVC. Um, (laughs) It's kind of random. Um, I don't like cheese. And I, I know, isn't that weird? Unusual. That is really weird. It's really weird. And I drink um, celery juice every morning and I drink purple cabbage juice every day. So yummy. Two very unusual, a few unusual things about me. Um, And basically I've, changing the subject a little bit, but I feel like I am put on this earth to, you know, let people and women, um, know that it's perfectly okay and acceptable to be themselves and to not apologize for who they are. Um, yeah. And I just really value, you know, my relationships, my business and my contribution. So those are some fun facts (laughs) about me. See everybody. She's, she's awesome. She's (laughs) awesome. Um, okay. So let's talk about, you as a professional, um, tell me uh, briefly about your history as a hairstylist. So like where, where have you done here? Because I, I looked on, on your bio, it's been very colorful where you've been able to do hair. So where have you done hair and where did you educate yourself as a, as a stylist, both from, a uh, how you were behind the chair, but also your skills? Like, where did you? Yeah, well, I have, um, when I had no clue what I wanted to do as when I was you know, when I said, when I grow up, what I want to do, I had no clue. I thought that everything that people talked about in school sounded really boring. I thought if I do any of that, that sounds like high school was the most exciting thing I've ever done. You know, it sounds like my life is over. Um, so I had no idea. And I remember telling my mom, I have no idea what I want to do. Where do you want to college? Ugh, I don't want to do that. I have no idea. And when I was 14, my mom took me to a Redken hair show, um, audition, I guess audition is the right way to call it. And, um, it was when Sam via just started and he chose me as his model to do his, like some famous haircut. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was really neat. And again, I was just sitting on stage. He was cutting my hair. I remember looking to the side and seeing this, um, paper that he had written all the dynamics of the haircut and all this and that, how you section it and how you do it. And I remember just staring at it and I felt, um, I could see people in the audience being so excited and inspired by him. And I just went, I remember sitting there. I can remember how I felt. Like I remember I can take myself back to that day. And, um, I remember saying, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do hair. So I walked off stage and I told my mom, I said, Hey mom, I'm going to do hair. I whispered to her as I walked off stage to like the next (laughs) stage. And she goes, okay, but after you go to college and I go, I'm not going to go. So (laughs) I don't, (laughs) 
<laughs> Truthfully. So, and I, and I, I, yeah, long story short, I, I went to hair school after I got out of college, after I got out of um, high school, I mean. And, and fought with your mom, I'm assuming. No, I'm oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, we oh, did. Oh, it got good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It got good. Sorry. Oh, All yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. She wanted me to go to college, and I said, nope, I know exactly what I'm going to do, because I was on stage with Sam, and yep, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like Sam. I felt so, it. To my <laughs> yes, toes. Yes. So I decided I was going to do hair. I went to hair school. I went to a little community college in North Carolina. And as far as doing hair, I did hair in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've done hair in um, Dallas, Texas, and in Las Vegas, which which is where I am now. So I've been making my way towards the West Coast. But yeah. I'm good now. I love Las Vegas. This is a great place for me. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm a West Coast person myself. And yes. I, I, you know, I've been back East. It's fine. I've been in the Midwest. It's fine. I, I like the West Coast. I, it's, yeah. what I, it's what I like. Yeah. So that's kind of the story of um, the quick story. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. School, North Carolina ended up on uh, in Las Vegas and, um, and I've done education along the way. I I've done a lot of more private uh, one-on-one co- uh, classes with people as as opposed to they say like Vidal Sassoon and things like that. Um, but I've done more of that kind of training one-on-one with um, particular stylists that I love along the way. Sure. Sure. So um, along, along this, you know, moving from different places mm-hmm. and um, having those, having the, these experiences and this wonderful experience with Sanvia, like where did you have any mentors along the way? Anybody that you either were, even if they were for a short while or that have continued to be somebody that you reach out to, you know, you don't have to name them if you don't want to, but you know, did you have mentors when you were going along the way, both in your skill and in your, in being able to build your business in three different ways? Cause for a stylist, that's tough. So <laughs> Yes. Yes, I have. Um, one of, I have a, a couple, one of them goes away, way back, back actually to that exact same show when I was 14 with at Sam's show. So when I walked off the stage, um, as I was walking or as I was done with the stage, a girl walked up to me and said, here's my card. I would love to do your hair one day. I'm, I'm a stylist here in Charlotte. And her name nice. was Nell. Her name was Nell. And I was like, okay, well, I don't have anyone to do my hair amazing like this. I've never you know, I was like from the country. I had never done anything like that. So I was like, great, perfect. Like someone can do my hair that's local. So, and I ended up, um, kind of secretly under the table, like apprenticing with her for a little while, like while I was in hair school. Um, so that was (laughs) Nell. Yeah, exactly. So that was Nell. And I learned a lot from her and she's definitely a hair mentor. She and I are still great, um, best friends to this day. Um, she's incredible, had a huge impact on, um, me and my business and just kept inspiring me. And then I would say the next mentor, um, was a really sweet lady that I met in Dallas, Texas. In Dallas, I worked at uh, a salon suite and she had a room a few doors down from me and she had been doing hair for 50 years. Oh yeah. 50 years. And she and I, you know, I was from North Carolina and she was from Tennessee and she kind of just watched over me. Like my, I call her my I call her my Texas mom. So (laughs) my Texas mama. So she really just looked after me and she's actually the person who really gave me the confidence in myself to, um, to say it's okay to move to another city. Cause when I moved to Las Vegas, I was really nervous because I had a full clientele. I was really solid in my business, but she said, you know what, go for it. You can do this. You're great at what you do. You're young you can um, do whatever you want to do. So don't let anything hold you back. And she is someone that I actually 
I've been in Vegas five or six years, six years or so now. I talk to her every single week. Mm. I, I let her know about my clients, what's going on. Um, she's the person, again, like I mentioned, the confidence. She gave me the confidence to um, raise my prices because she always told me, she said, Ashley, That's... you are so good at hair extensions, but you don't charge enough. Yeah. She was like, people are completely taking advantage of you. You yeah. need to charge what you're worth because you're one of the best at it. And I was like... Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that at first. And then um, I really borrowed my confidence from her initially and until I felt it fully myself. So Gen, her name's Genevieve. I don't know if I said that, but Genevieve has uh, been the biggest gift to me with my business. Awesome. Well, that's that's awesome. And that's, that's <laughs> good. That's that's yeah. that's. It's just, and, and the reason why I asked that question is mainly because some people feel like they've got to be alone in their, in their entrepreneurial and their, and when they're, when they're out there going, I'm like, no, it takes, it takes people help. It takes mentors. It takes it help it takes coaching. It takes, it takes all of that. So mm -hmm. that's good for you to hear. So in your bio on your website, AshleyDiana.com, uh, <laughs> you say that you're an accidental entrepreneur. So explain that. Yeah. Well, actually, when I when I moved to Las Vegas, I was still a little nervous about starting my hair business over again. So I didn't for a little while. And what I did um, in the meantime, until I kind of got my confidence up to do uh, the hair business again, was I started uh, a blog. I started a lifestyle blog, health and beauty, things like that. Um, for some reason, it just sure. I was really inspired by that. And as I built my lifestyle brand and my personal brand through that, I started having people come to me saying, how did you do this? Can you help me? You know, X, Y, Z. And then I yeah. created um, a business program uh, for other people who want to have their own personal brand. Um, I want, I really want people to not kind of make the mistakes that I made because I, in that particular industry, I did not have uh, a mentor or a coach, or I didn't have a guide. So I decided, okay, I'm putting this together because I want people to have something to go by. I want them yeah. to have a guide and to feel really comfortable and confident with where they're going online with their personal brand, because it's kind of a new territory. It's, it's kind of new to all of us in yes. some ways. So I, that's how it started. And that's why I say sometimes I'm an accidental entrepreneur because I didn't set out with my lifestyle blog and brand with the intention of, you know, having a big business or making a lot of money initially. It was yeah. just, I really, I had a passion for sharing what I was sharing and then I wanted to help people. And it just turned out that people asked me, well, can you help me one-on-one? -on -one? Can you coach me? Can you do this? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'd love to do that because mm -hmm. I, I want to see you succeed. And if I can be invested I'm more fully in your success, then I think that would be great. So that's kind of how that started. And then I realized a lot of my coaching clients actually turn out to be hairstylists. So a lot of uh -huh. hairstylists started buying my program and then asking for coaching. And I realized that a lot of, there were a lot of the same patterns within hairstylists. And of course yeah. I have a spec, my, my, my heart is with that industry because it's where I got started and, and I'm still in the industry, of course. And I realized I was like, Oh, you know what? I see an issue here that I really feel passionate about, you know, being a part of and, and helping. No, oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, it's great to be able to, that, that you were able to see something like that. And I think that's why, um, you know, for our listeners, this is why, you know, when you get out there and when you start looking around, there is definitely positivity out there and people who are willing to, to do that, that, 
you know, behind their business, you know, because a lot of times we get caught up in, oh, they're just, you know, they're just doing this for money or they're just doing this for, for fame. And it's like, you know what, there are plenty of people that do that, but they're, yeah. they're, they're for, you know, actually providing a service or a help or a guide. And they actually want to see other people succeed. Cause we feel, we feel the same way at our salon. You right. know? We feel that way about our clients. We don't want them to just come in for a haircut. We want them to be able to take it into their, their hair into their own hands almost and understand how to make themselves beautiful in between in between each haircut or color or whatever, you know, so it's, it's important to understand that. And, and I think it's important for people, hairstylists, where you're getting your education from, um, and clients where you're getting your hair done, who's bringing you the value, not from mm-hmm. a price standpoint, but from where, you know, where, you know, does, is this person helping me actually improve, actually setting goals for me or actually giving me something that I can take home and, and put into practice myself. I mean, that's the real that's the real thing. And I, it, and I just enjoy that. It is. And, and people like clients or stylists, people remember how you made them feel, which is, I'm sure why, why your clients at your salon, um, keep coming back over and over again, because you made them feel a certain way. You made them feel amazing. You made them feel beautiful. And you actually gave them something that they can take home. It wasn't just like, this is all about us. Um, you can't do, you can't recreate this at home. Good luck. See you next yeah. time. Yep. You really give them something of value that they can put into action themselves. And when I say that, it is their hair. And that's great. And that is why they keep coming back. So, yes, it's because of the way you make them feel. And I think yeah. that's outstanding. It's, tr- it's true. And that, and that's why, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to start we're going to get into talking about some of these classes that that you offer um, in training, because I think it's it's not always easy for a hairstylist to keep that in mind. Because uh, especially when we're day to day doing everybody's, you know, doing hair all the time, you know, it's it's hard to keep that positivity. And, you know, I, I, I think that you've 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 formulated a really good class schedule to be able to help help with that. Um, so um, I, I want to talk about a few that I think uh, mm-hmm. really connect clients and stylists more deeply. And you spend two weeks on mindset, not in a row, two separate weeks. Mm-hmm. Why is that so important for hairdressers and really, you know, people in general? And do you have like a little teaser about what people can expect from a class on those classes on mindset? Yeah, I can talk about some things with that. I, I got super passionate about personal development and which is mindset, you know, personal development is mindset. I got interested in that quite a few years ago when I was transitioning out of my marriage after I moved to Las Vegas. And I realized that changing my mindset would, would change my life. And it did. Um, I really want people to, you know, to live their best life and know what's achievable. Um, because I know that most people's issues in their life and their business comes from lack of mindset development. Like for example, boundaries, having boundaries is, is your mindset. (laughs) so many people don't, don't have boundaries with like people around them and especially their clients and boundaries issues with boundaries comes from a lack of self-worth. Like, for example, is this client going to come back to me if I raise my prices? Is this client going to come back, going to come back to me if I'm, you know, a higher level? I know certain um, types of salons have like, you know, you're a top stuff, you know, the different levels of income um, tickets and stuff, but are, is my client going to come back to me if I move up a rank in my salon? Um, these these types of things. Is my client going to like me if I tell her no? And it's like, yes, they still will. And yeah. for the few clients that don't come back, that's okay. 
and realizing that that's okay. Realizing that saying no is showing, telling, showing people how to respect you. Cause when, when you, when you respect yourself, other people respect you. Um, I think that stylists undervalue themselves pretty often. You see clients, you know, comping services, you see clients, you know, yes. skipping their meals and, Oh, I went all day and didn't eat. Well, I know that happens. I get it. I've done it too, but you have to love yourself first because when clients see that they will treat you with more respect and love you more, those kind of things. Yes. Yes. Well, and you're, you know, talking about boundaries, just to piggyback off of that, the, uh, Hey, can I come over to your house at 11 o'clock tonight? I really, right. need this. I really need this done. And you're like, well, I've been doing hair all day today. Like, you know, and, and you know, you don't want to say no, but then you want to say yes. And then you're like, but I'd really don't want to. So then you're in a bad spot and then they feel like they can do that any, any other time. Or let's take the, and, and I'm just piggybacking off of this a little bit. No, it's let's talk about Family members. I was just boundaries. about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Those are the biggest, those are the worst offenders. Exactly. Hey, can you do my hair? Can you do my hair? Uh, and so you're not going to charge, you know, you feel like you can't charge the family member and then they stiff you on the time. Well, something came up. I can't go. Well, I'm already right now. Like, and that, and, yeah. And that happens all the time. And that used to happen to me all the time too. And it's just from lack of self-worth. And I know that people are, Oh no, no, I totally have self-worth. No, you don't. You don't if Ooh, you don't have boundaries. Fire right there. Sorry, <laughs> you don't. So <laughs> um, boundaries are so important in the salon and also in our personal relationships. You know, even outside of the salon. So changing your mindset will give you more confidence. The reason a stylist—I'm oh, sorry, not a stylist—the reason a client comes to you is because, like I mentioned, the way you make them feel. Nobody wants to go to a stylist that isn't confident. Like, what do you think I should do with my hair? So uh, true. I don't know. Oh, wonderful. You think they're going to come back? No, they're not yeah. going to. Um, actually, Genevieve, I was talking to her, who I met, my, my mentor, I was talking to her um, yesterday, and she had a really great line that she said her father always told her. And she said, he who hesitates is left behind. And with that, it's again, a client comes to you because they look up to you as a stylist. They want to know like, what's cool? What's the new thing? What's, what's trending? What should I do? They come to you wanting to be educated. And if you hesitate and you haven't done your research, if you haven't, you know, fixed your mindset and feeling confident and hesitate with what you're saying to them, believe me, cl clients can feel it ASAP. They can feel yes. like, oh, I don't know if my stylist really knows what's going on. Like, When's the last, you know, I, I just not really sure about this. And they will go to the next person because when a client comes to you, they have driven past 500 other salons before yes. they get to yep. you. Not so true. they've made an effort to get to you. So you want to put your best, your best self forward. Um, the other thing with mindset is you're going to have more income because, you know, they, people want to be around a confident stylist. They're going to share, you know, what you do. They're going to tell more people about you. Mindset is, is truly everything. Yes, totally true. And I love how you just brought that back to why clients would care about why their stylist has, you know, if their stylist has a different mindset. I, I think that's, I think that's fantastic because we all want to be around somebody a little bit more positive. I was listening to something not too long ago where they were like, you know, if you've got, if you've got friends that are just bringing you down, like drop those friends, you've got friends around you that are more positive. And I, I think that, I think that speaks to where you're going with the, with the mindset, uh, take it, maybe not so much with friends, but with 
your business and you know, with stylists that uh, that need to be around a lot more positivity to build up their self-worth. Yeah. And, and basically when, when I in my posts on social media and such, when I say like unapologetic hair pro will change your life and your business, I, I mean that because you're not going to just you're not going to set boundaries in your business life in the salon and then not set boundaries in your personal life because you're not going to be able to help it when you're more confident and more successful in your business. You're going to be more confident and happy and set better boundaries in your personal life. So uh, everything uh, works together and it really will change your life and your business. No, that's, it's, it's fantastic. You, you are, you are awesome. So you also spend, you also spend a week on the client experience. Uh, why, why did you include this in your program? Yeah. The reason I included that is because sometimes stylists wonder, Oh, why my client isn't coming back or why does my client not, you know, talk about me when they have great hair on their social media or share what I do. And it's like, what did you do for them to make their experience spectacular? You know, like I mentioned, clients drive past so many salons to get to you, but I hear stylists complaining about their clients. And it's like, stop complaining about your clients because the they, yeah, they drove past so many other people and chose you. So make it memorable and make it worth sharing. You know, for me with my hair extension clients, um, every new client, I give them a beautiful gift bag with a, with their shampoos and conditioners and hairbrush. And I give them like chapstick and a selfie light, like all kinds of little things because, and every time they get there, they take a picture of it and post it on their Instagram story and tag me. And they always say, you know, no one treats me like my hairstylist does, you know, are your clients doing that? And I'm not shooting my own horn. I'm just saying, but think about things that you can do and you can offer for your clients that no one else can. And it, and it doesn't mean that they're, you know, no one else can, but no one else isn't doing what is something you can offer them that, that no one else is doing right now. Um, and again, people come back because of the way you make them feel, you know, I make sure that my assistant remembers the coffee that they like to drink because how good does your client feel when you go, do you want that tall latte? No shot, this blah, blah, whatever that is they drink at Starbucks. (laughs) Do you want that again? And they're like, Oh yeah, you remembered. These are little (laughs) things that not only make your um, client always want to come back, but it makes them tell more people about you. It makes them share it more on social media. And it actually, you know, gives you the ability to charge more because a lot of people can do great hair. A lot of people can cut great hair, do great highlights, do great vivid colors, do great extensions. So what can you do differently? Like raising the client experience, making them feel absolutely amazing. And like, they're the only, the only important thing in your life right now, because it will elevate everything that you do and you will make so much more money. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I, I totally, I totally agree. What have you, what have you, so you, you included this in and what have you seen that, cl- that, that stylists really struggle with when it comes to the experience? I mean, I know that you, you, you separated it by saying, um, you know, adding value, you know, wherever you can, cause people have, you know, they've, they've, they've gone past a, a thousand different salons, but what have you noticed as a consistent struggle in a client experience or is that just it? Is, is it just, is it just adding something to it or is there something that you've noticed from stylists that have really been a struggle for them in that experience? 
I just think that stylists often get too comfortable, you know, especially with a client that has maybe been coming to them for five or 10 years and they think, oh, I don't have to look nice today because Karen always comes to me or "Uh, I don't need to do that for her today. I don't need to give her that extra head massage because she'll always come back. And the truth is Karen isn't always going to come back. Karen's going to go to someone else who made her feel really special. So I think that's the biggest thing with stylists is they get way too complacent and they don't realize that that person is driving a long way to see you and they really care about you and they're coming to see you. Yeah, they want their hair to look good, but if you make them feel absolutely amazing and make them feel like a queen, even if you're actually not as good as a stylist, it's a little closer, you know, closer to them, they're still going to come back to you because of the way you made them feel. Yep. Yep. It's totally true. Yeah. Totally true. Um, talk about anything about the classes. Um, there, there's a few other classes. I wanted to just highlight those, those three weeks, but you've got three other weeks. What, what do you want to, what do you want to tell people about those, those classes? Right. We have a module on business systems and then we have a a module on money mindset, which is huge. That also comes back to confidence and such, but it's your relationship with money. We're going to kind of do a deep dive into your mindset with money and why you feel that you can or can't be at the level you want to be or charge what you want to charge. The other thing is we have a module on social media. Now, this is not a program for someone who just wants to be Insta famous or just wants more followers. That That's not what this program is about. And that's not who I cater to. Awesome. But yeah, I don't, <laughs> awesome. I don't really like that. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, it's not really my thing. <laughs> um, but the social media module is something I'm super passionate about because I know how important social media is, but I also think people often do it the wrong way. And I want people to realize that social media is a lot more than numbers. It's a lot more than how quickly have I grown and how many followers do I have? I think it's much more about the impact you make on your audience than the, um, than the number that you have. So I know people that have, um, you know, half a million followers. And then these are not hair, these are not hairstylists, but I know people that, you know, Instagram people that have, you know, half a million followers and they barely make $300 a month from their Instagram. Yeah. And, and people see that and they think, Oh, I just want, if I just had a hundred thousand followers or whatever. And I go a hundred thousand followers does not equal a hundred thousand dollars. And it actually goes with hairstylists <laughs> too. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had coaching calls with people through my infinite influence program. And I go, great. Like, how can I help you? And they're like, I just want a hundred thousand followers. And I go, wonderful. Then what? I don't, I don't know. Well, that's a problem because if you don't know what you're going to do and you don't know how to handle the audience and community that you have, it's all going to crumble. It's not going to go anywhere. It, at the end of the day, it's about networking with wonderful people. It's about building relationships. It's about having your audience. Um, Being in trust. a community. Yeah, it totally is. Like, that's what people want. People want to feel a connection. Now, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just no. kind of was, I, I, I just <laughs> kind of came, the, the head, the, the, the word kind of came to me. I was like, oh, maybe she wants this. Nope, no, maybe that was wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. Community, I always say that. Community is huge. Like, people want to feel connected. They want to be a part of something. Um, so whether you have anything to you know, sell or not. Um, at the end of the day, like people want to feel um, valued and a part of something. So people really connect now with uh, authenticity because there's so much 
inauthenticity on Instagram. So what I share in the social media program is how to build a solid personal brand where no matter how many followers you have, whether it's a hundred or a hundred thousand or a million, how you can really connect with your audience um, to actually make a difference and to actually make money. So it's both, both of them are really important. It's about how much income you want to make and the impact that you want to make. Both of them are huge and they go hand in hand. Um, so I really, I really encourage people to tell their story on social media. And I actually have a really great breakdown of how to tell a story through Instagram posts and how to, um, you know, really 10 X your, your business and your personal brand. I think a personal brand you can take anywhere. And for hairstylists in particular, having a personal brand as a hairstylist, that is, you know, an easier way to move to different cities or to travel all over the world because you have this brand that you can take with you anywhere. But the important thing is it's not about numbers. It's how you connect with your people because women, especially, which is, you know, obviously most of the people in the, you know, in the hair industry, women buy on the way based on the way you make them feel. So if they know, like, and trust you and you make them feel a certain way, they're going to choose you, whether it's program you're selling, whether it's, Hey, who do I want to do my highlights? Um, whatever it is, or a product, maybe you, maybe you're partnered with a product line or you create your own product line. They're going to choose you because they feel like they know you and, and they connected with you. So yeah, I talked no, for a while about that, but it's, I'm really passionate about people changing the way we do and we see social media. Um, so that's what that is about. And it, and it will grow your followers and grow your authenticity and yourself as a personal brand, but it's not just about the numbers. Right. Well, and, and, and just to kind of piggyback on a couple things, one, um, if you are, if, if you are projecting yourself one way, I, and this is something that I've just said, uh, social media exposes who we really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can only fake it for so long. So if mm -hmm. you're trying to project it a certain way, to project yourself a certain way, remember, people are going to come in to see you. And when that's not what, what you project is not what yeah. happens when they come into the chair, you'll see, you'll see everything kind of dwindle off. You, you will not have people coming in. And, you know, I, we tell the stylists at our salon, it's like, you know, right now, especially when you're building, the most important thing is how you're acting at the chair, how good your yeah. skill is and how is that is. Because if you just go out there and grab a ton of followers and they come in and you're not very good, you're, you're dead in the water. Yeah. I, so, I, I totally, totally agree with that. I think that's awesome. So I, you know, I, I think it's, but it, but it's something that we, we get, so we get so caught up on. It doesn't matter if we have 300 followers, if 300 followers and you've got 200 buying and you've got <laughs> 10,000 people, but 200 people are really purchasing from you. Like the percentages are, you know, you'd, you'd rather have the, the lower percentage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, the higher percentage of lower numbers. Right. Right. So, absolutely. And, and I even like what you said about, you know, show up as you are on your social media and be that person in the salon, which is why with the unapologetic hair program, that's actually why I named it unapologetic is because don't be afraid to be you. Obviously I'm considering you're a good person, you know, like don't be afraid right. <laughs> to be who you are. And because otherwise it is going to confuse our clients when they come in. If you're, if you show yourself as a certain way and they meet you in the salon, they're like, wait, is this the same person that I'm like, it doesn't make sense. So don't be afraid to be you because especially in the hair industry, it's like 
being unique and being yourself and being quirky and having your personality is actually why people come to yeah. you. So don't apologize for being that. And I think that that is what people are really looking for at this day and age is they're not looking for the person that's like, oh, they have X amount of followers and they're just this and famous and whatever. It's like, no, they, they like you because of you. And then so, so give them yeah. the real you online and then also in the salon and, and blow them away when they're in this. Wow, yes. this is totally who I thought this person was, but holy crap, they're even better. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we want. You know, and, and people who are listening, if you're uncomfortable, because I know that I've heard a lot of people get uncomfortable when we say personal brand, think of it as a reputation. That's good. It's, it's, it's not a, it's, and, and I'm not trying to diminish the word brand, but, but you know, it we, can we, be scary. We... I know I use that really freely, but, <laughs> but especially when you're, and I've noticed that, especially in coming into the, bringing that into the hair industry, sometimes people don't exactly understand what that means. So yes, I think that's really smart to so say because. That. Because and 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 we had a we had an episode uh, a past episode where we talked about like look if you're a, if you're a client looking for a hairstylist and they're not on social media, I would hesitate. Like it, yeah. even if they have only 100 yeah. followers, if they're not posting pictures of their work, it's like I would think twice about going to that stylist. I know right? it's, like just, it, so it's, it's just it's just how it is these days, and yep. and that is why I think that this work is so important and also being on social media, but. Truth knowing how to do social media in a really real and authentic way and making it easy too for people. Because the, the truth is, is that, yeah, I mean, I was that way when I tried to find um, someone to do my extensions. When I first moved to Las Vegas, the couple people I talked to, I was like, do you have any pictures? Do you have anything online? Oh no, I'm just, I, and they, and, and they were great actually, but they just hadn't. And I said, Oh, I just can't go to you. Cause I don't have any reference. Yeah. I don't have no, any it's, reference it's, for what you do and who you are. Totally um, true. So yeah, it does mean a lot these days. Yeah. So um, I want to boil. I, I, we've talked about a lot of things, yeah. and and the reason why I've tried to um, I've tried to walk this line of being out there for stylists to to garner interest in this because I, I feel like what you have to offer is is really really not only exciting but I think it's. They're, they're, they're true principles for this industry, for stylists that are going to be legit helping. Like you've got you've got actual steps and strategies to help people actually make changes rather than feel good about themselves and go back to doing what they mm -hmm. want to do. So, but why do you believe a client should demand or even request their stylist attend this type of program? Well, I feel like, I'm sorry, was that, I feel like a client could... Ask me that yeah. So again. like if, yeah. So if, if, if I'm, if I'm a client, mm -hmm. you're a client, why would you, why would you demand or even request or, yeah. or why would you want your stylist to attend a class like unapologetic hair pro? Well, I feel like as a client, I'm spending my money. Like it's a transfer of interaction, like a transfer of energy. I am giving you something that I've worked really hard for my money. I want you to also be giving me a hundred percent back. And I'm not saying that every stylist doesn't, but this is just the next level. This is giving your clients everything that you have to offer personally and everything that you have to offer in their experience there. Because again, they have chosen you out of everyone. It's so important to show up 100%, not only for yourself, but also for your client, because they could go to anyone else, anyone else on their way yes. to you, anyone yep. else on social media, and they will, unless you're showing up 100%. It doesn't matter, like maybe not today, but it may be five years from now, if you're not showing up 100% and giving them your 100% and showing up as your best self, 
they, that they're not going to stay with you forever. And I, I just, I feel like our clients are very valuable and they come to us for so many things, not just their hair. And, and I want stylists to be able to, to show up the way they need to. That's, that's awesome. I, I, I totally agree. I, I, I totally agree. I can't, I can't agree more. (laughs) Um, so, uh, we're going to have a link to the uh, class in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening to the podcast, uh, it will be on there. Um, and uh, as you can tell, uh, Miss Ashley Diana is is wonderful. I, I think you're I think you're awesome, and Thank I you think so much. she has. I think you have a great deal of value as someone who uh, is being successful and is teaching others how to do it. I, I think that's that's noble. I think that's, I think that's a wonderful thing. So go ahead and plug uh, social media and your website one more time. Yes. Um, go ahead. Yes. And I just wanted to, before I do that, thank you for being part of uh, this mission also, because I really appreciate it. Um, understanding it and seeing the value for it. You're definitely a part of the movement. So I really oh, well, appreciate that Paulson. I yeah. Um, my website is ashleydiana.com and my hair website is hair extensions by Ashley.com. And you can find me for hairstylists. You can find me at, at Miss Ashley Hair. Nice. Okay. So uh, remember, please give this podcast a rating and a review uh, wherever you listen to it. Uh, I, it would mean the world to me if you did that. Uh, you can connect with the show, uh, which is how uh, we got uh, together, which is yes. I'm excited. Through yeah. our email, Hairdo Uncut. Hairdo uncut at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at hair underscore do underscore salon. Uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, we are all over Facebook and uh, Pinterest. And you can go to our YouTube channel where I post the podcast. We have a little video series that we have been slacking on because my time has been extremely <laughs> limited. And when I've got to do all the editing, we're, we're, we're going to be revamping next year. So, uh, and then me personally, you can search for Paulson J Healy on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, again, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Bye.